0: is honoring you with his word and honoring you in your life. And you are honoring him with every part of who you are. I am so excited. I want to come to you today on how to demonstrate Satan's defeat. We had awesome question and answers yesterday. Had a great time in the car on the way home. And uh, now we're back in the studio and we're getting ready to do so many good things here in the next couple of weeks. I'm really excited about and, um, uh, I want to talk to you guys about something that I really feel like is a uh, very, 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 uh, very concerning thing to me right now in the 21st century church. And that's really understanding how to demonstrate Satan's defeat by knowing who you are. So I want to talk to you about some points today. And uh, I want to tell, I just want to start out with some, some, a uh, couple of scriptures and, um, then I I want you to understand that God wants some great things for you. I've got my coffee, I've got my word, I've got you, and I'm ready to have a great day. And uh, this is exciting uh, about what God is really doing in our world, in, uh, in everything that we can just uh, understand this is a powerful, powerful thing. So uh, it says, therefore, in Romans chapter 8, that's where we're looking today. Um, let me let me go ahead and uh, do a couple of other quick announcements. If you haven't joined our Facebook page, uh, you can do so by uh, liking us at Sean Standing Strong Ministries. And uh, you can uh, actually get that. I'd like you to share the show right now with everybody that you possibly can and uh, share it with them. Let them know we're here And then also you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram. And I think Monday, I'm going to have my Snapchat uh, uh, thing up there and you can follow me on Snapchat as well. Just a fun way to stay connected with us. We'd love to be connected with you. And uh, we're excited about what God uh, wants to do in your life. And um, we're thankful for what God is doing in you, through you and for you. And uh, we are excited about today's broadcast. Romans chapter 8, verse number 1. Uh, there is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life is in Christ Jesus, hath made me free from the law of sin and death. I'm going to read this out of the Amplified now. It says, therefore, there is now no condemnation, no bad judging, no guilty of wrong for those who are in Christ Jesus, who live and walk not after the, the dictates of the flesh, but after the dictates of the spirit. For the law of the spirit is life, which is in Christ Jesus, the law of your new being. And then watch what it says here, has freed me from the law of sin and death. I want to talk to you guys, um, When you're in Christ, this is the first one. We we have a rule here. Make sure you put all of these in the comment section. We want to make sure you remember them. We want to make sure people see them. And we want to make sure that you go back and write notes. And you can take notes and keep those in you. Here's the first one I want to remember you. Uh, I, I, I want to give you. No more condemnation. Condemnation is guilt, judgment, feeling guilty, feeling overwhelmed, that is a ploy of the enemy. Jesus paid for that on the cross. The moment you got Jesus Christ in you, that guilt is gone. Now, we must have, I believe, uh, right now there's a lot of preachers that are throwing out 1 John 1.9. And what that means is this. You don't have to repent anymore. You don't have to, you know, ask for forgiveness anymore. You can just let it be gone. Christ has already paid for that. Everything is, everything is, you know, everything is bad. You know, there's there's no more remission for sins. And I I understand that. But my thing is, I think that a lot of it is a heart attitude. When you are, when you are under, when you're under uh, the law of grace, of course you don't want to sin. But the fact is, we're humans. We do make mistakes, and we've got to keep remembering 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sin, he is faithful, or he makes sure there's no condemnation for those sins. And once we ask for forgiveness, he washes us, cleanses us for all righteousness, and gets rid of all unrighteousness. So there's no condemnation in Christ. There's no guilt. Now, it doesn't mean you don't, it doesn't mean that you don't recognize when you need to put something in the proper place. You know, uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to walk around, you know, you know, with my head beaten down. Oh God, oh God, I know you, you hate me. You can't stand me. That's condemnation, you know, because of all of the things, you know, that we uh, here a couple of weeks ago, I really was dealing with, you know, something in my own life. And I just was feeling guilt from years, years ago from some mistakes that I had made. And one of the things that I had to recognize is, is that once I've asked for forgiveness, and I've asked God to forgive me of that, and I've asked the person to forgive me, it's no longer up to me. It's up to them, and it's up to God, and I've got I've to remember that I'm not going to walk around feeling guilty. I'm going to get it settled in my heart. I'm going to get it settled in my spirit, and I'm going to make sure that no matter what, the power of God is going to flow in my life, and it's going to be a great thing. Why? Because God is is an awesome God, and He reigns in my life. And when I speak to Him, when I know Him, when I see Him, when I come to Him, and He and I ask Him to forgive me, He frees me of all guilt. He frees me of all condemnation, and He frees me from all judgment. And uh, now I that, that is now I'm, I'm I'm talking about the judgment of sin. I understand that we're going to have a judgment. We're going to have to answer for everything that we did and didn't do, uh, every idle word. I'm not talking about that judge. I'm talking about the judgment of sin. I'm not condemned by that sin anymore in Jesus' name. Here's the second thing. You must be in Christ Jesus. Um I was I was saying something to somebody the other day, and I I I really want this to, to be, I really want this to be something significant in your life. And I want this to be significant in everything that you're doing. Christ gets the glory. God gets the glory you're nothing without Jesus Christ. In Christ, you're everything. In Christ, you're anointed. In Christ, you're blessed. In Christ, you're strengthened. In Christ, you have authority. In Christ, there's nothing outside of Jesus Christ. And I'm just going to flat say it. I'm sick and tired of everybody in this world telling me that there's something without Jesus Christ. You're nothing without Jesus. This world needs Jesus. Our world's in a mess because we haven't put Jesus first. There's there's a huge equation in Matthew, Matthew chapter 6 when it said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You've got to seek ye first the kingdom of God, which is his way of life, his way of thinking, his authority, his uh, his authoritative position, you've got to you got to seek him in that. Then you have to be in right standing with God, which means you're walking in the precepts of God, in the confinements of this word. Don't tell me you're seeking God first when you're still bitter at somebody for 10 years ago. Don't tell me you're seeking God first when you're still mad at someone that that, that they did something yesterday. There's something wrong with you at that point. There's not anything wrong with Jesus. I'm telling you what this show's fixing to get it this, this show's fixing to get a get get a real good dose of the strong here before long i'm i'm really I'm, I'm really going to turn turn the amp up here soon and I want to tell you that we've got to understand there's nothing outside of jesus christ nothing there's nothing good outside of him there's nothing great outside of him. I'm not preaching. I'm 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 being real convicted right now. I feel like the Hodge twins. Yeah, or you know whoever you want to think that's got that grunt right now. I want to tell you that God God is not okay with us being outside of Jesus Christ. We got to have Jesus in everything. I wake up because of the grace of Jesus. Blood pumps through my veins, into my heart, into my body because of Jesus Christ. He's graced me, graced me with the ability to travel. He's graced me with the ability to preach night after night. That's not me. That's Jesus Christ. Get in, get in, in, church people, get this in your head. You, you've got to be Jesus Christ centered. There's nothing outside of Jesus. You're not smart without him. You're not brilliant without him. And, now, listen to me. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying to call yourself dumb or anything. I, I'm just saying everything that you get, you get because of Jesus Christ. Everything, everywhere you walk, you get because of Jesus Christ. There is no, there is nothing outside of Jesus Christ. Here's number three. There is such thing as a law of the Spirit. Okay? Not the law of sin and death. There, there's a law of sin and death. There's a law of the Spirit. What is the law of the Spirit? Let's talk about that for a minute. How about the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, meekness, temperance, faith, goodness. Okay, self-control. Those are the fruit of the Spirit. Against such those things, there is no law. So what's he saying? He said, There's not when, when you when you live according to the fruit of Jesus Christ, all right. I, I I think I think those are in Galatians. Let me let me just pop over here real fast and see if I can find them. I think it's I think it's in Galatians. And I think, uh, I think that you have to understand, you know, that, that yeah, it's, it's Galatians talks about the fruit of the spirit. And, you know, cr- guys, we, we're we trying to, we're trying to be, we're trying to be Christians without the fruit of the spirit. You, you can't be a Christian without the fruit of the spirit. Guys, we, listen, I, I, I hate things, but I don't hate people. Now, there are times I have to pray about people, <laughs> right? There's times I gotta pray about certain people. There's 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 times that people get on my everlasting nerve, and I'd rather slap them. You know, what's that? Five twenty two. That's right. Galatians five twenty two. You know, we're 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 at the, uh, uh, let, let's look at those five twenty two. Let's take a glance at those real fast. But the fruit of the spirit is love. We we gotta have that. Then he says joy. Guys, there's a lot of Christians walking around depressed. Oh, man, there's some Christians walking around depressed, right? And then it says, and then it says this, peace. There's a lot of Christians that aren't with peace right now. And it says long suffering. Man, boy, could Christians use that right now long suffering. That means you got to have that, that gift of long suffering, man, where no matter what they do, they can do it over and over and over and over, and you still accept them. You still walk walk with it through, you know, you walk through it with them, and you do it for what? To make sure of several things. Number one, that no matter what, as long as they're trying, you're going to long suffer through them with their their problem. Gentleness. Man, we got to have some gentleness. Uh, and, and, and listen, uh, goodness, faith. Why don't we got to have the gift of faith? How about meekness? And meekness doesn't mean weakness. Meekness is humility. There's a lot of Christians that could use some humility. Temperance. There's a lot of, <laughs> of preachers that could use humility. I know, I know some preachers right now that think they're, they're God's gift to the earth. And, 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 uh, and rightly so in the spirit they are. But, but man, some of, some of their human, some of their human you know uh, tenacities are overriding what I think is real spiritual leadership, okay? And against such these, there is no law, guys. There's there's nothing outside of acting right in Jesus. When you when you act right in Jesus, the law of the spirit, man, it that you demonstrate God instead of demon, and you demonstrate. Listen. You Think about this. The devil thought he had Jesus. Jesus continued to walk in all of the fruit of the spirit, took sin upon the earth, defeated him three times, and then guess what? Guess what? Gave that power to you. There's no, there's, there's a spiritual law we've got to bring back to the 21st century church. Watch this right here. He says, for what? He said, for the law of spirit in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. There should be enough of Jesus inside of you, okay, that you don't want to sin, which makes you sin conscious. Now, what I mean, what I mean by that is what I mean by sin conscious is this. I don't mean you're walking around like a lowly dog you know, trying to, trying to, you know, just barely make it by, trying to barely make it through, trying to barely, you know, you know, get, I'm not talking about that. I'm, I'm, man, I'm just going to barely scrape by by the chin of my, you know, chin of my chin and chin, chin in heaven. I'm not talking about that, but it does make you understand there should still be a consciousness inside of you when you do something wrong. I'll give you a prime example. And, uh, and, and I, I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit my wrongs or my shortcomings. I'm driving down the road and I'm, I'm conversating with somebody and it wasn't anything bad. It wasn't anything, you know, uh, but I started talking and and man, we, we'd been, we'd been in the, we'd been in the spirit for a while. We, you know, you could really feel the presence of God several times and I'm driving down the road. I'm having a conversation and I just start negatively talking about somebody's attributes Okay, not anything bad, not that, you know, I wasn't dogging them or anything like that, but I was like, you know, man, I just really don't, I don't really, I don't really like this about this person, and I could feel the presence of God begin to want to exit away from me. I could feel something wrong in my spirit. That's a good thing. That's not a condemnation thing. That's a good thing. That's a stop, drop, and roll, right? That's what that is. That before you get burned with the fire and before you get ate up, that's a stop, drop, and roll from the Holy Spirit, man. I like that concept. I like that concept. That's a Holy Spirit concept. That's a stop, drop, and roll. What I mean by that is that's God dealing with your spirit, man. Right? Listen to what He says for the law of the Spirit of his life has made me free from the law of sin and death. He's saying stop before you step into sin. That's a sin consciousness. That's okay. That's okay. That doesn't mean I'm walking around thinking I'm sinning all the time. We have to get out of this hybrid grace message and get out of this hybrid grace thought process that God doesn't want us to be thinking about grieving the presence of the Holy Spirit. There's nothing worse you could do on the earth than grieve the presence of the Holy Spirit. That's sin. You don't have to be living a sin lifestyle to grieve the presence of the Holy Spirit. You could do it with the wrong speech. You could, listen, when you're talking about other people, you're talking about God's sons and daughters. Let me tell you something, church, you better listen, I, listen, make this a strong concept in your life. Other people matter to God other than you. That's a powerful concept. Other people matter to God other than you. So So get out of this self listen and, and I, I, now listen, I understand what we mean when we say we don't want to be sin conscious totally all the time thinking about, you know that, that, that's condemnation. Okay, but when you walk according to the Spirit, okay, you're led by the Spirit. The Spirit will keep you out of sin. I don't like that. You know, the, the Holy Spirit's got moods. I don't like that. I don't want you to do that. Stop. Listen. I've heard the Holy Ghost speak up and say, "Shut up. I'm trying to tell you something." He's very serious about communication with us, and we've got to get to the place that when I when I say sin conscious. I don't mean you're walking around thinking about sin all the time. I think you're walking around always being sensitive to the Holy Ghost. And that is being sin conscious because God wants you out of sin. God God doesn't want you walking in sin. So he's going to do everything in his power to keep you by leading you by the Holy Spirit. Okay. Now watch this. He says this. There is such thing as walking after the flesh. In in verse number one, he said, Are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. So if we can walk after the spirit, I want you to put this in the comment section. Make sure you're not walking out the flesh. Now, we have to live in a human world. We have human things we have to do. We have to go to work. We have to pay bills. We have to do those kinds of things. I understand all of that. Here's what I don't want us to do. Don't be so flesh-driven that you can't be led by the Spirit of God anymore. Uh, Every morning, I have what you call a confession time. Some days are better than others, right? There's days I'm in there, ha! I'm confessing real hard. And there's days I'm just doing the confessions, but... I understand they're an emphasis in my life, and I have to keep them up. But one of the things that I've come to understand is when you're confessing the right things, it makes you not want to do wrong things or fleshly things. And uh, I have one of the confessions that I have is I'm not led by the flesh I'm not going to be driven by processed foods and processed sugars, and I know this sounds crazy, but one of my confessions is, is I enjoy exercise, which my flesh doesn't, but there's been something in me lately. I've been confessing those. I don't care how late it is. I try to get two miles a day walking in, Now, and, and, and then in one, in one of the confessions, it says I'm purposed to exercise my body. I confess those. When I confessed, I, and I all of a sudden I kept wrecking, I've got to walk, I've got to be purposed in this. So the the flesh is always gonna want to do the wrong thing. You listen, I'm gonna say this, and I and I'm I'm uh, how do I how do I put this in and I want to be really careful with my words here because I, I don't want it to be I don't want it to be a misrepresentation, but sometimes you've gotta talk your flesh into what your spirit's trying to get you to do. That's a powerful statement. You've got to talk your flesh into what your spirit's trying to get you to do because your flesh doesn't want to do the right thing. Oh, I've driven a lot of miles in 13 years of traveling 13, 14 years now. And there are people I would love to just run off the road. <laughs> right? They cut me off. They don't, you know, something is up when it says yield in America, and they don't yield anymore. And you just want to, you know, lay hands on them suddenly. But I have come to understand my flesh won't allow, my, my flesh wants to do that so bad. But I've got to talk my flesh into you know, doing my, what my spirit man tells me to do. Give them mercy, give them grace, Don't hurt them today. They need to live. Right? I've got to talk my flesh in to what my spirit wants to do. Oh, don't act more holier than thou. I know you've done it too. Listen, you've got to remember there's no condemnation in Jesus Christ. There's freedom in his spirit. You've got to make sure your flesh is not walking the wrong direction. I want to thank you so much for joining us today on this show. And we want to thank you every day. And uh, how many, listen, listen, it's been a crazy time through through this pandemic. I want to thank all of my partners uh, for helping us take, being able to take extra meetings we wouldn't be able to do without without you. And uh, uh, Stronger Every Day is an outreach of Standing Strong Ministries. And we're trying to bless people all around the world, even in the middle of this pandemic, the crazy thing that's happening around the world. And uh, I can't do that without my partners, and I can't do it without you. And if this ministry has blessed you in any way, I really hope today that you sow a seed into our ministry. Or if you want to partner with us uh, monthly, you can do that several ways. Uh, first way is you can hashtag donate right there watching on Facebook. Just type in pound donate, all one word, no spaces, all one word. And, uh, after the broadcast, a link will come back to you. You donate there and, uh, it will, it, 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 it'll be much appreciated. The second way is you can text the word strong to that number on the screen And uh, it's the 800 number text the word strong there. If you don't like that, download, download cash app. Uh, you can download that and you can actually send me money that way. SSM Strong. You cash at me at SSM Strong. And if you don't like those, please go to our website. And uh, we would love to uh, uh, welcome you to our Standing Strong family. And uh, thank you for joining us on Stronger Every Day, where the coffee is strong. The Word of God makes you stronger. We want to thank you. We want to honor you. We want to bless you in Jesus' name. I love you. I appreciate you. And with that, be sure today. That you let the Lord richly bless your life, and something good is going to happen to your life.